Yo, 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 yo. You can hear the excitement in my voice. You don't need to know why. <laughs> Just know I'm excited now. I'm up now. <laughs> Things happens, you know, uh, before this started. So, yeah, guess what? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to a new episode <laughs> of Respect My Gamer. Respect it. Respect it. I'm the host, Elements MC, Elements with a Z. And uh, my co-host right here is Comedic Set. Comedic Seven. I'm sorry, I messed that up almost. That's my intro. I'm sorry, man. Look, Comedic Seven. What's good with you? What's going on, people? Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, man? How, how your week been? It's been all right. It's been all right. Yeah, yeah. Decent week. Decent week. That's Bad good. News. Same here. Same here. You know, what I'm saying decent week. All right. Uh, but guess what? You know, today, uh, Canis 007, our um, other co-host, is not available today. Uh, last week he was in the bunker. Now he's, I guess they found a bunker and he has to relocate. The whole thing, ass mask looking for him and stuff. It's, he had to leave. Yeah. So he'll, he'll be back. I'm I'm hoping this week. You know? Hopefully. 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 Otherwise, we have to replace him. We'll um, find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You no, know, nah, we, we just messing with you. Uh, uh, <laughs> we can never replace you. <laughs> hey, but uh, today we have a. Uh, Filling in for Candace 007, we have a very special guest. Uh, she is also a uh, a gamer just like us, um, and uh, she's been around us for as long as we've been married. Cause it's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Regina. In a couple uh, years before. <laughs> there you go. And right. So welcome to the show, my wife Regina, also known as Serenity Game Tag. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Didn't I see you this morning? You said, well, I think you did. Like I think I saw you this morning. Right. I, I, I left. I mean, it was brief. I had to leave out. I feel like I seen you. Deja vu. You did. It's possible. You better it's have. Deja vu. You better have seen me. <laughs> In your dreams or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Let's see the face you be. <laughs> Billy Ocean. Right. <laughs> oh, I don't get no. <laughs> No I respect be, in the precinct. No nothing. Nothing. But uh, how you doing today? I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm excited. I'm hoping that, you know, Gotti ain't somewhere thinking I'm trying to steal his spot. I'm standing in. Yeah, right. I'm just standing in. Cool. I'm a guest. It ain't like we told him to go away. He, he left. Right. <laughs> that, yeah. now, that's true. That was a choice. That's right. He chose to go somewhere. I didn't. We didn't say uh, do do the things you do. So, whatever. Good point. Right. Good point. Now, um, uh, Regina, you want to say Regina or Serenity? Which one? Regina is fine. I just okay. put my gamer tag up here because I was like, I'm in the, I'm in the gamer lair. So I figured, you know, we was going with gamer names. But yeah. Regina is fine. Thank you. Okay. So Regina, uh, how long have you been a gamer? Well, not to date myself, but I guess well. from the beginning. <laughs> I guess I said well. Yeah, I feel like when you when you was there when the first Nintendo dropped, you kind of got to be like, eh, you know, well, back in my day. But really, <laughs> um, even before the before Nintendo dropped, you know, my uncle had a Atari that he coveted and wouldn't really let us play but i was all about it you know i was big on arcade games i've always been a gamer and my parents are gamers so i just kind of it's what i do <laughs> yeah it's part of my stress relief it's part of my job now it's it's just it's what i do that's what's up I, i'm glad you say your parents are gamers because that's actually how i got my start too my mom is a gamer Likewise, you know what I'm saying. So it's, it's it's cool. Like gaming is it runs in the family. You know, it's in the yeah. blood. Yeah, my mom figured out how to get those extra rings and Sonic before anybody else did, <laughs> <laughs> and she did it flawlessly. Like I don't even think she had took off her work clothes. She was like, "Let me just get these rings real quick, and stun on y'all real quick, and then I go cook dinner." It was very smooth. <laughs> um, Resident <laughs> Evil is my dad's jam. Now, will he touch the new remastered and all of that? He said, "Absolutely not," but. <laughs> When it first came out, that was right. him all day because he worked overnight. So during the day, he played Resident Evil in the daylight. And so <laughs> we knew 
you need to let him know before you come in the house because he is in it. And if you come in there just opening doors. Oh, he was in Raccoon yeah. City. He, yeah, he was in Raccoon City. He was, right, things were right. happening. You couldn't just oh. come in the house and scare that man. It was outside his window. Okay. Yeah, you had to slow down. You had to be okay. like, wait a minute. We're coming home now. Right. <laughs> we're not zombies. Don't throw something. I wasn't. I wasn't playing Resident Evil at nighttime. I, 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 that, oh, absolutely I, not. I'm not going to play this. Absolutely oh. not. That's Death Wish. You crazy? That was the only mm -hmm. time. I know you. I know. I know it's the only time you will play it. Like you don't. You don't. Yeah. You wanna, Let me I, tell you. I didn't even play Tomb Raider in at night like that. <laughs> Tomb Raider isn't even a horror game, and I was still like, I need everybody to be quiet because if these wolves jump out, I'm throwing something. Hey, I would like fuck that tiger. <laughs> Yeah, like for real. Yeah, yeah. You just go a good move this box. Wow. Yeah, stuff just jump. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I need everybody in the house quiet. I can't have all this extra. We <laughs> in this serious. <laughs> this is important. I am trigger happy right now. <laughs> yeah, be quiet. <laughs> you want to get the shoe to the face? Be still. Sit down. Uh, so so okay. So what's um what would you say would be your favorite game of all time? Video game. Favorite game of all time is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Ooh. Followed closely by Super Mario Brothers three. <laughs> three. Yeah, three. With the boot. Yeah. With the boot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got that's a good choice. Like, I don't think a lot of people choose San Andreas as their first choice. No, they don't see it as a classic the way that we see it as a classic. And so for me, San Andreas holds a special place in my heart. It's it's the game we were playing when we first met. It's the game where it reminded me of all of those great 90s movies in terms of like Boys in the Hood and all of that. It also had an actual social commentary that people weren't ready to understand or comprehend about black people and video games didn't really speak about black people but san andreas actually looked at gang life as not about violence this was a we're here for each other and then drugs came in and screwed up what we were doing we were cool over here the drugs came in and changed the game which is ironic that the game's voice is in there right when you see that happening but that's that's extra. Yeah. Um, it also had great voice talent. The soundtrack was off the chain. You know, there was yeah. so much in that game that made it like I can I've I've replayed San Andreas at least four or five times, and the map is up in my office at work. When people come in, nice. They think it's a regular map, and then they like that's San Andreas. <laughs> Like, yeah. uh, yes, you ain't ever been to Los Santos. What you mean? Right. Well, speaking of your job, uh, you, you work. Um, uh, you're a librarian. You're you're a young adults uh, librarian, and so you're around a lot of uh, you know teens and tweens and things like that. And you feel like like gaming is a very much important part of uh, development. Am I correct? Like you know, what I'm saying just to like how important is gaming uh, to just like people in general. Well, I think people don't understand that everything that we do in life, we require some of the same elements that gaming provides. Right. So having a set goal, having a team, understanding how to make a strategy for what moves you're about to make, recognizing your surroundings, being able to make quick decisions, all of that is in video games. All of those things are in video games. So I always have gotten frustrated from parents who come in and they have concerns when kids are checking out games or when they're, they, I've had people come to the desk and ask like, why do you all offer video games? And then I have the opportunity to be like, well, actually. Um, and then I also have people who come and they think because I'm another adult that they're going to get me on their side. So they come to desk and be like, all these kids, all they do is video games and da, 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 da. And they go, they get started. And I'd be like, well, actually, have you looked at how that affects their spatial reasoning? And also that same kid that won't read a book. Did you know they read the entire strategy guide for that game they're in there playing? And right. those two that don't get along, do you know that they do campaigns on Call of Duty together every afternoon? Like mm -hmm. that kind of thing gets parents thinking differently. And so it was my end when I started at the, the library. I had mostly teen boys. Um, and so, and I'm also was the only black librarian there. So when you come in and you're 
number one, a black person, they're happy to see somebody else that looks like them. And number two, when you're a girl, they're thinking, you don't play games. And so when they find out that I play, it's like it opens up this other level of like, oh, I can talk to you. You're relatable. And so gaming was my end, but it was also my way to make them think about other things like, okay, you don't want, you don't like history, but you love Assassin's Creed. Let's talk about that because Assassin's Creed is all about history. You don't like fantasy books. You think they're girly, but you play Skyrim, bruh, that's a fantasy book right there. (laughs) You know, all of those things that they thought they didn't care about. I was able to let them see, well, actually in this game, you're dealing with all of those issues right now. Even games where you're making decisions like a hitman or something like that. People will look at it just for the violence of it. But when you really play it, you have to think as Agent 47 and you think about what decisions you're making and how they affect the rest of the people in that environment. And you look at who this person is that you're assigned to assassinate and how you feel about it. Then there's games like, you know, like The Last of Us or... um, or, or even any of the Grand Theft Autos where you're really looking at the human condition and how would you deal with these emotional issues? And it gives young people the opportunity to work through their emotional issues in a way that feels safe for them. And then it also teaches resilience. You know, how many people do you know? Like even, you know, me and Jabari, you know, our son is five. And if he has a hard time putting his shirt on, he's ready to throw something. But I'll see him try to figure out how to get that Paw Patrol game or that PJ Masks game to give him the reward. He'll keep doing it. So the games teach you all of these life skills that people don't think about. They think it's just playing. But uh, life is a game. You ooh. playing that every day? Right. And you don't just be like, well, let me turn that off. This is nonsense. You can't. Right. right. <laughs> well, it's ironic that you say that because we're going to touch on that later on an episode uh well first um well the last question i have for you um i'm I'm not sure if commanding if you got one but the last question i have for you is what's your favorite video game character i got one question that was one i got that was one oh okay you asked it then go ahead go ahead and ask it (laughs) just ask the same question (laughs) well same question right your favorite video game character (laughs) my favorite video game character of all time? Of all time. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Like if you could pick one, which one would it be? You know, this is gonna be controversial. <laughs> oh, you like controversy. Um, but quite honestly, my favorite character of all time is a tie. One is Shell from Portal. Oh. Oh, um, okay. because she is working her way through insurmountable odds, but she doesn't quit. And when she wakes up and she realizes that she's got all of these challenges to get through, she's like, but I'm going to get through them because I got to get up out of here. Even when she realizes that the cake is a lie, she's like, yeah, but I'm still getting up out of here. <laughs> right. Um, and then my my close second, it used to be Laura Croft, but um, Arthur Morgan from Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh. He, is, he is one of my favorite characters if not my absolute favorite character of all time, because he has all of those qualities that I was just mentioning about gaming. He cares about his gang. He cares about the people he works with, but he's also unapologetic about who he is and what, what they do. He cares a lot about his principles. And even if they're not principles, you would agree with, you know, his thing is there used to be honor amongst thieves and that's what I'm on. And I don't want us changing just because that's what the world is doing. Because that's what's happening in Red Dead is they've been a certain way and the entire world is changing and they're like, well, we ain't. Right. <laughs> I can't about what y'all talking about. This right. is about us. <laughs> what I know. Yeah. So that he's, I know that's controversial because not everybody is that much into Red Dead and they, they like Red Dead online and all of that. Or even they like John from the first Red Dead. But for me, um, Arthur took that game to a completely different level and had so many of the qualities that I can just sit up and just listen to him talk. <laughs> he's hilarious. <laughs> the right. things yeah, he he's noticed. Probably, yeah. he was. He's hilarious. Okay. okay. I like that. I like them choices. Definitely big choices. Yeah, because I, I, I was I was waiting for Laura, Laura Croft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, 
She used to be at the top because yeah. she was a girl. Because for for me, there weren't very many females represented in games. So growing up, I couldn't really see myself in the games that I was playing. And that's important too. Um, so any girl character I was clinging to. And Laura Croft was like, she was that bitch. She was at the top. <laughs> she was rich. Uh-huh. She was gorgeous. She was intelligent. Yep. She had a crew. She was so smart with those puzzles. So Laura was at the top. But yeah. also, you know, now I'm like, well, Red Dead, I can go online and make my own character, which I do, which I have. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do. Uh, <laughs> she gets it in on Red Dead uh, online. I think y'all might have heard us mention that once or twice. Before, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she, gets on, she gets it in on that. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for a posse, bells and whistles, you know, my brother and I, we have a, a posse that we we go around, we bounty hunt, we do our thing. Um, yeah. So you're welcome. Yeah. We take new members. Yeah. Definitely what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, um, that, that that's good to know. Any other questions you got? Uh, One more, actually, because uh, we had a whole episode about this. I just kind of wanted to know hers. Okay. Favorite soundtrack from a game? Man. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> I own it. Oh, I don't yeah, think we bought, it. Oh, yeah. we bought the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Double CD. Yeah. <laughs> it's a double CD. And I, I not only do we own the actual discs, but I have it in a playlist on Spotify. It's Got There's us, certain uh, songs when they come on, I'd be like, man, this made me want to play the game. Hey, look, I yeah. pulled over in the game and I just let songs show. And just right. let the songs play. I think, Keep uh, on moving. The fact that the DJs even on that one was like crazy. It was just, it was yeah, amazing. I think it got us from, uh, I don't know if it was going or coming back, but it got us to Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and back, <laughs> like the whole soundtrack. It, yeah. it displayed it, so yeah. Those have been listening for a while. There was a reason why we didn't pick that because it would have just been all of us saying San Andreas. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we'd have all said San Andreas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's really just a, a simple choice to make. So we had to yeah. make out the rule like none of us gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna say that. We, like, like we'll say original music. Like you know what I'm saying? Like oh, Sonic. <laughs> You know, Streets of Rage, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll say original. Now, yeah, now that one was up there for a while. Streets of Rage and Sonic, those okay. are always up at the top, music-wise. Yep, yep. Sonic, there's times where even just, you know, like, even just in our family, where we'll just start singing the Sonic song, everybody in the house be like, like, we just know. You just hop on. Any age. My mom, my nephew. Us like you know, it, it any age will be like, oh, I know that song. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like definitely, uh, you know that meme that goes around with the, with the dude, the black guy got the headphones and he got the, he got that real serious face. Yeah, he's like like, and then on the other side, they say what I'm what I'm listening to, and it'd be something oh, yeah. completely different. Like that that'd be me. I'll be in my headphones like like looking like this. Yeah, then all whole time Green Hill Zone is <laughs> playing, <going. Just laughs> doing its thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just can't deny that. You know what I'm saying? Like Sega had a distinct sound, and you knew it when you heard it, right? Because Streets of Rage Two, like, like the, the game, I can hear it right now. Just mention yep. it; I can hear it right now. Right, like, like <laughs> the, the other meme that you say, uh, what the, the psychiatrist said: you can't hear, you can't hear uh, images, and and but I guess you 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 put that Sega logo up there, you gonna hear that. Sega. Exactly. Even that, even that was rhythmic, you know. Right. <laughs> EA right. was very straight. EA, you know, it's in the game. Sports. It's, it's in the game. game. Like but Sega, with Sega, right? that was Sega. It was like welcome, yeah. welcome, welcome home. Right. PlayStation kind of does that too, but yeah, the first PlayStation was like, you know that was the, that was the feeling that made me feel good when my Tomb Raider actually worked. I knew it was going to work because I heard that sound. If I didn't hear that sound, I knew my PlayStation was being stupid, and I was like, "Dang it!" Yeah, we started. Yeah. Or PlayStation, you gotta figure out your little tricks. Like, do I just slam the lid shut and right. that make it start spinning, or what do I do? You just hoping, hoping, wishing. 
it's like PlayStation 2. It's like you know your game can work, right? If you put the game in and you see those little stars going if around, blue. and if it's if it if it disappeared, you're like, yes, yes, I can't play. Yes, started turning red, you mother. <laughs> right. Also yeah. with the Sims, you know, everybody's not a PC gamer, but for me, the Sims and Skyrim, those are more PC for me. And so when it comes to the Sims, if I didn't see the words start moving across the bottom, I knew the loading screen wasn't actually working. And I was like, I only get to play for an hour. And so right. you're eating into my hour right now. Right. Please stop. <laughs> Please play. Please work. Ah, uh, kids nowadays, man, they have it so easy. <laughs> they don't understand. The game right. comes right on. It saves where they last were. They'll never understand. You ain't got none of that. They'll never understand the pain of the game actually cutting off and you having to start over because right. there was no memory card. They don't understand. I actually at the library I did a flashback gaming day, and I brought in a retron and we played a couple of Sega games. And one of the team boys actually was like. Mr. Jane, how did y'all deal with this? This is ridiculous. You mean I gotta start over? Yep. Uh, yes, sir. This is a commitment. <laughs> your privileged ass on so <laughs> gaming used to be a commitment. You have right. to be like this. I'm in it. this. I'm in this. My snacks are on the table. I'm not right. moving. There's right. no going to the bathroom. Yeah. I don't have time for that. I'm in it to win it. Literally. <laughs> Never get it. Never get it. That's okay though. They don't understand. That's all right. Well, uh. Speaking of nostalgia, um, we're going to get into the uh, weekly roundup, which is not really much of a roundup, but it's what's happening last week as right. far as some uh, gaming news, right? So basically, um, this uh, past week, uh, a lot of rumors have been going around about uh, Rockstar doing yeah. remastered versions of the uh, basically the, the Grand Theft Auto trilogy, which is Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Yeah. So they're working on getting it remastered and should be out later this fall. Um, and but also will will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. We'll put a grand theft on the Switch. Yeah. Okay. So basically it, it's uh it's gonna be a combination of old and, and new graphics. And um I'm curious, like how do you how do you feel about that? I'm with it. Don't touch the soundtrack. Do please, not touch the soundtrack. Don't ruin it. Right. Don't ruin it. I'm excited about it in terms of Vice City, but San Andreas. I feel like y'all have already remastered this. You didn't get. You gonna give it to me on every platform? Just make it standard with the systems. When new systems come out, just make it where it's automatically on the system. Because I already bought the remastered for my three, for the four. I got it for the four. <laughs> Wait, San Andreas. Yeah, they yes. they've re they've remastered it already. They've done it before. <laughs> They're just right. like, we want this game to go with you as you grow. So just just preload it from now on. Just make it a part. I, 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 I Final think, Fantasy too. Final Fantasy Seven. That's on every system. Like, <laughs> oh okay. Well, I think well, I guess that's my question because it's like, you know, like what's the purpose of the remaster in the sense that, like, I know Vice City. I mean, and I'm I'm going to assume that the next installment to Grand Theft Auto Six should be a Vice uh, Vice City because return you know, since four was in Liberty City and then five was in San Andreas. Right. So now I'm figuring out. Well, you might as well just go Vice City for six. So circle, and give us a female main character. But okay, keep going. That, what that's what I'm hearing though. It's, the rumor is that there's that a there's the a rumors. female um, protagonist. Yeah, it's about time. Uh, it's yeah. time. Yeah. It, that that's gonna be interesting um to see you know what i'm saying because i mean I, I just hope it doesn't get you know too like politically correct in the sense where it's like i like don't don't just they've never they've never <laughs> i mean it it, it is it, but if you look at the history of grand theft auto they kind of they, they've gotten better with it with, with actually like you know uh with the female counterparts but uh early on it, it was like <laughs> yeah, they didn't. I don't know. They didn't have good writers or something. Yeah, they they really did not like. But they got better. So yeah, come on, that's, let's go. I'm, I'm ready for that's, it. That's it, right? I'm ready for it. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be a combination of old and new graphics. Uh, so I'm just kind of curious to what that's going to look like. Um, I hope they do like Resident Evils did. The um the remasters, they're not 
they're not remakes, but they did bring the control scheme tighter. Right. Stuff, like made the controls better. Right. Make it a little better. Make it make it worth the remaster. Make it yeah. make yeah. it worth it. Make it worth me potentially buying this game for the third time. <laughs> right. Make it for worth, the third time. Make it worth that RC mission. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. Fix them controls. Oh That's, my God. Oh my God. You just really froze me for <laughs> that mission was. Right, oh, unnecessarily I hard. Hated that. Right. I hated that mission. So oh man, let's tighten up them controls, please. Because <laughs> that pissed me. Because I think one of the times that I did it, I actually got almost to the end of it, but it's like the game didn't register that I dropped it at the right time, and it was like failed, and I was like ready to throw the whole system. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice if it works better, but again, I don't even know if I would buy it again. I'm, I am not a, against going, and Jabari will attest. I will plug in the three and just replay. <laughs> yeah, when I want to. So I, I have I, no yeah, problem with that. Yeah, I, I, I ain't got no problem. But I guess the thing is, I'll appreciate the fact that they remastered it and if they elevate the control system. Then I would feel like okay, because sometimes going back like. I don't know for some reason I can go back and play Nintendo. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And not like it's like riding a bike. It's like you don't forget how to like, you know what I'm saying, maneuver through certain things. Even with Sonic. But sometimes when they try to upgrade to a newer system, the the control scheme gets lost. That's because those are platformers though. I think platformers is like the the system is the system. The how are you gonna do it is how you're gonna do it, but with these open world games, when they remaster it, sometimes things get lost in the translation, and it's like, well, now this isn't even fun anymore, and I don't really need the story again. So the least you could have done is made it more enjoyable to play, That's especially since it's an open world game. Right. That's all I want out of these. Don't touch the music. Yeah. Just, the controls. I just want to have more fun running around doing stuff. Yep. I just I want because that's really what we want when we want to remaster. It's more so like when you're playing something like, you know, especially when you're speaking about Rockstar. If you're playing something like Red Dead and you see how fun it is to just run around that world and be able to just loop the houses or, you know, have different things you can do with the the um the AI and all of that stuff, you start to think, man, I wish I could have did this on what you, whatever game. And so right. you want them to remaster it because you like, I want to be able to do this thing in that world. Yep. Right. And they don't be thinking like that. They'd be like, oh, they, they want the game again. Okay, cool. It's like, no, no, no. I don't want just the game. I want to be able to do what I've been doing over here with that. <laughs> I want <laughs> CJ to be able to act a fool the way that I get to act a fool over here. That's all. Yep. I don't want just the game again. I, I'm clear on the story. I know what's going to happen. You ain't got to touch none of that. I that we here with that. That's cool. But can I run around and talk to the people the way that I was able to do as Nico? Can I do that? Can I have this? They don't always think about that. And I guess that's the thing because, um, you know, you think about like, the, especially in the GTA world, you know, you think about, okay, if we're going to remake, uh, you know, if we're going to like do GTA 3, Liberty City, and then come out GTA 4, Liberty City. You know, you you can appreciate uh, GTA three for what it is because it's like, well, it's not like it's not like four. So sometimes you want to be able to do certain things that you do now in current games in in a in a remastered version. But sometimes it's like, well, if that's the case, you could just play the newer version. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I it, it's a it's a it's a it's a difficult topic to navigate i guess but I, what i will say there are certain games that should not have ever been remastered <laughs> yep you know what i'm saying uh so let, let, let's let's touch on that real quick now there are certain games like like what are some other games that you feel like did a very good job of remastering or, or remaking did a good job they did a good job i'm gonna say parappa the rapper really? <laughs> yeah. good choice oh okay good choice Maybe. School me on that one. But it came. Um, the remaster came out. Uh, it was a few years ago. Seventeen ish. Yeah. Really. Something like that. Yeah. 
And, uh, I bet I need a game somewhere. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> Jeez, it was uh all the same stuff, all the same songs and everything. Right. Just once again, the the graphics are like crisper. It's just it's HD graphics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, they got like a couple more things you can unlock and stuff. And uh, um, but like the controls feel crisper. It don't feel like a couple times you were playing that and you knew you hit that button on PlayStation. <laughs> you knew you hit the button on time. Yeah, and they said no. Right, and it was like absolutely not. You didn't. <laughs> I know I did. On this one, if you mess up, you feel like you earned that mess up. Yeah. Okay. That, that's that's uh okay. That's cool. It's <laughs> well earned. Okay. You hear me, Rockstar? Fix them controls. <laughs> <laughs> Fix the controls now, <laughs> please. Uh. Regina, you got any games that you feel like did a good job of being remastered? A good job? Good yeah, job. Yeah, good job. Or that shouldn't have. Uh, don't, we'll get to the shouldn't. I got one for the shouldn't. You, you go ahead with the what, what should have or, or did a good job. Yeah. A good job of remastering. Mm. Come back to me. Let me think about it for a minute. <laughs> okay. I, well, a good job? Yeah, yeah, good job. <sighs> um... You know, I, I'll go with something that's more, a little bit more recent. Um, the Last of Us. Then you stole did, did one. I was job, gonna uh, say. <laughs> that's the only one job. that just came to my mind because I was trying to run down a list of like what has been remastered that I actually gave a crap about. Oh, I got one. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. I got yeah. one now. <laughs> the Last of Us did a good job. I mean, even though, um, it, it, it's not like it was like going from like a ps1 to a ps5 whatever or xbox to a uh, xbox series it's like it went from ps3 to ps4 but you can tell and and the, and the game came out a year before on ps3 it came out a year before the ps4 got, uh released so when it came out i was playing i was playing i was like you know this is definitely a, a good upgrade it, it flowed better you know what I'm saying like you know the, the characters uh, uh, the graphics were better; they were improved. Even with uh, GTA Five came out on PS uh, PS3, yeah. And the PS4 version came out; you can tell the difference. See, I never played them on the three. I, yeah, I always play, you I played, played it on the three. And five on uh, only on the four. I never played them on the three. Yeah, like you can tell the difference, like okay. so much that I don't even remember playing Grand Theft Auto Five on the PS3. Okay, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Blocked I, it, blocked it from blocked it from my memory. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't remember that now. Okay. You know what I'm Because it, it transitioned well to, on, onto the uh, PS4. So, um, so you yeah. say that's good. Yeah, that's good. Those are good ones. <laughs> yeah. Those are good. Mine is Crash Team Racing, Crash Bandicoot. They just did a wow. remastered version of the of Crash Team Racing. I didn't know they did racing. I and, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! Because the the, the dope thing about it is, like, my family never stopped playing the first one. We was like, we just gonna keep playing this one. Right. Um, so we didn't even think to ask. I wish they would have a remastered version. Didn't even cross our minds. We were good with just keep playing the old one. It was still fun. But the remastered one, you have a couple of new characters. The different little things you can throw out of your cart to like block the other players are different. You got different settings, but it still gives you those old levels where you know that track like the back of your hand and you know what you, which your favorite character is, but it just added some stuff. So I'll say good remaster Crash Team Racing. That was a good choice for them to do. And to reintroduce people to who Crash Bandicoot is, because a lot of people didn't, they didn't know. <laughs> Yeah. That he was almost the mascot for for PlayStation, you know, before Sackboy came through and knocked him down. Um, <laughs> that little big planet was like, actually, this is us. We don't, you know, we don't talk about Crash on Xbox. We we gonna talk about that, right? We don't bring that up. Oh, oh. okay. His home was Sony. <laughs> that yeah. was his home. It was. That was his home. We ain't got to feel bad about it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, in the in the in the big guys, you got Mario, you got Sonic, you had Crash, and right. it was like, and then Halo, I guess, was Xbox's thing that you know. Those of us on the Sony side was like, okay, if that's what y'all want to do, okay, Master Chief, okay, that's what y'all want to do. Um, yeah, but we like we like animal mascots over here and and little Italian guys. Yeah, we be good. Yeah. <laughs> We rock with that, right? 
<laughs> oh, so so those are good choices. Um. Now, uh, uh, I'll, I'll say those were good choices. Those are good choices. Uh, I do have one choice, just one. I just have one. Um, there's a game uh, goes by the name of Thirteen. Thirteen, Which is an amazing game. Yes, and it was yes. Say that again. Uh, it's it's an amazing game. It's an amazing game. It, it's basically. Is made in the, uh, inspired by the uh, the the, uh, uh, the graphic novel. So basically, the game plays like like a like a graphic novel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like you'll be like you know you're you're playing as this character. You're playing as thirteen. You know he is a man without without an identity, um, and he's basically trying to put the pieces together of like what happened to him, and you know what I'm saying like you know, and he's also going up against like different organizations that's trying to keep information from him. So right. he's basically trying to, you know, it's a lot of twists and turns into the game. It's a first person shooter and the style of the, of the game is basically all like graphic novel. So if you ever read a graphic novel, it's like it's literally just set, set up the same way. You know, you'll have even the sound effect words going across the yeah, screen. All yeah. of that. Look, they gave Batman throwing knives. I was yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Like you could be hiding somewhere and like you could see uh somebody like run past you and you can just kind of hear their footsteps and you can see the footsteps going across the tap across tap the tap. Yeah, the tap tap like yeah. It was dope, man. I, I it was always I was intrigued by it. I just kind of just saw the cover of it and I was like, hmm, that looks like it's an interesting game. I think that's one that we actually like picked up once again to age ourselves. That's one that we like was in Blockbuster or Hollywood video. Hollywood video, one of them was like, I want to try that. Yeah. And tested it out. Two games that we that we have basically found to really love that we've just said. From rentals. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the best ways sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so it was it was a great game, great storyline. I love to go back and pick it up and play it again. So years later, uh, I'm not sure if it's the original developers. Um, but somebody des- decided to say, Hey, you know what? We should remake this, we should remaster it so that it's uh, you know, upgraded the, the graphics, and, and you know what I'm saying? People will like gravitate to it, yeah. Well, because people were making emulators of it, people right. were really there was a full fandom about 13 that was happening on the blogs and on Reddit and everything, and so yeah. people were making emulators and they were trying to recreate it, and so somebody was like. Oh, bet I can make money right. at this. All right, right, let's do it. Right. Somebody did the George Lopez. Like, <laughs> right. Now, look, now here's here's a life lesson for you. Uh sometimes because you can do something <laughs> does not mean you should do something. Okay. Evidence because exhibit A. Exhibit A. Um, remastered. <laughs> look, I, I'm just gonna um Somebody, somebody uh, said it better than me. Like, like I'm going to take the words of somebody else. Uh, Thirteen, re- the remake of Thirteen is the equivalent of injecting a deadly virus into the structure of of the original game that results in nothing more than corruption. <laughs> Those are some strong feelings. <laughs> hey, honestly, that might basically be- just accuse them of murder. <laughs> <laughs> it might well, even, they might not even have any they might not even have any feelings behind that that might just it's be like sick. you murdered this game <laughs> the remake of 13 is the equivalent of a deadly virus like he, somebody played it for a minute they got the sticks then they just right this isn't so, what i wanted so here's the thing because <laughs> you played when that I heard about, when i heard about the, the remake right i said okay i'm curious i looked up the reviews i said let me just check it out you know what i'm saying just just to see Normally I don't do it, but some, I'd say you know, let me just check this. I mean, the reviews are horrible. Okay, so <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. The reviews are horrible, and I said, okay, but you know what though? This is important to me. For nostalgia's sake, let me just try it out. I tried it out, and when I tell you, I couldn't get past the second level. That game was a complete mess. It was a glitchy mess it, it like 
the sound effects were off. Like you could shoot somebody and you wouldn't hear any pow pow nothing. <laughs> not you didn't hear nothing. It was like <laughs> you, you know you, me. Normally, I do not trust uh, critics and reviewers right at all. Mm-hmm. But because, there's something when everyone, yeah, yeah, when everyone most of, yeah. said it's bad. It's yeah, just, it's it's very yeah. Like even like like at times I, I talk about the division <laughs> game all the time because the division basically you have to play it connected to the internet. Right, right. Now sometimes the division has so much going on, like you know you won't you, there's a delay on. So because something. of the net, you get delay. You right, know, you know what I'm saying? There's a right. delay. This is not that. <laughs> Thirteen is not connected. You don't have to deal with the net. You, you just deal, deal with, with the lag though. A lagging, a lagging thought because yeah, because that should have been built in, <laughs> right? Why am I shooting and I'm not hearing nothing? They want you to get that online experience. Also, why am I shooting you and nothing's happening to you? <laughs> You're catching these bullets. You're not. Nothing's happening to you. Uh, I think was, that that goes back though to to listening to the people because when you feel like the people want this, they want it. Sometimes you as a creative have to be like, yeah, but I know what's best, you know, (laughs) because listening to all of the people telling you what they want takes away from the beauty of that original game. And so now somebody who plays that remaster is going to be like, this game is trash when the game is great. But you you just played the wrong version. You caught the wrong episode. Because that was a PS2 game. So I understand people don't have. PS2s anymore, you know what I'm saying? And they, they like, I, I get it, but with this, they just, yeah, they I dropped the ball. <laughs> I was just really upset. I was like, how, you, how do y'all do this? You know what I'm saying? How do you do something that that, that for a game that's demanded? Lack like of beta look, testing. Look at, look at, look at Final Fantasy VII. Look at that. Okay, look at Resident Evil. Look at that. They did a good job on remaking those and remastering those. Look at that. The remaster for seven was just like the original on, on PlayStation. Exactly. The remake went further. Here y'all come. And y'all we gonna we gonna we gonna remake 13, and, but we're gonna call it eight. <laughs> Shut up. It just gave you minus five. Right. Just come up with eight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just they just did come, their best. And, okay. Are you sure? <laughs> they probably did their best. Oh, and their best sad. is horrible. That's sad. That's okay. So yeah, uh, the creators of thirteen should have just. Oh, they should have left it alone. They left, they it, alone, left it alone, man. It, it's like don't do stuff like that. But you know, people hype you up. People hype you up, and they tell you the game was so great. Please do it, and you have to they be willing to say no. You need somebody that to tell you no. Like which perfect example? And I don't know. I might be wrong. I might have missed something, but. That's been the argument about um, GoldenEye is people have been constantly asking for, please redo it, please redo it, please remaster it, don't, please don't. please make it available. And they've got emulators that they've been running and all this kind of stuff of the game. And they've been like, nah, we good. Don't touch Question my though. GoldenEye. Question they've though. been good. <laughs> but wasn't there different versions of GoldenEye? Like, like, like in addition to GoldenEye? Or no, is it, no, just, no, is no, it no. just GoldenEye? It was just GoldenEye. There was there were James Bond sequels and stuff. You had yeah. World Is Not Enough, uh, Agent Under Fire on the PS2 and GameCube and stuff during that era. Right. Every era got a... Uh, got one like their own version of James Bond. Yeah. Except for the past two... Um, the, um, the 4 and the 5, the Series X and the Xbox One. Yeah. I think that's the only generation that didn't. All the yeah. back to the three and all of that. You got some of the ones uh, technically at the what's his name took over in the movie roles. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rod, I forgot dude's name. I can't think of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those were all tied to Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah. Either way, leave it alone. Don't but people that. have been asking, and they've just been like, "No." <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell you two reasons. No. <laughs> Online messes with like messes with timing. If anybody right. that thinks differently, play it like in the cross-platform world, play something on one system and go against somebody on the PC or something. You're gonna notice a difference. Yeah. 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 Online messes with timing and things. And two, Microsoft owned rare. You're gonna get that game sold to you in pieces. 
you gonna get stage <laughs> one five bucks. Stage two right. five, like don't mess with don't mess with golden. Just leave it be. Leave Just it leave it be. Hold on to your memories. Yeah. Embrace those. Be happy that you had that time. Yeah. And just let it go. Just right. be okay. I've, I've had to teach that to the teens in terms of even the books. Like, you know, for a while there, everything is a series. You know, Twilight, Harry Potter, everything's got three books or more. And so now there's more books where it's like, this is a one and done. And I had to tell them, like, that's a good thing. You have to learn to let your favorite characters go. You have to learn to move on and be okay with that. So sometimes it's okay if the game is just done. That was a moment. We're done with that moment. We're moving on now. Lessons. Life lessons. Life, life lessons. They're, they're not easy, you know. Um, no. you gotta learn them. But guess you what? Gotta learn them. Guess what? Well, that's funny that you brought that up. Though. Yeah, because that's that's the next segment that I want to talk about. Like, because earlier you had you talked about like you know, life is a game, right? So that it is. Um. So here's a, a cool topic where we can kind of get into like the game of life. And yeah, basically, I want to like get your opinion on what's the video game that you played, uh, that has the best like real life lesson in it that you can apply <laughs> to real life, you know, and you can say, Oh man, that makes sense, like I can, <laughs> I can apply this to my real life. Well, first, I would say it, I'm, I won't use this one because I've already gushed about it, but. San Andreas teaches you how the game is played. It just teaches you life um, in terms of how you deal with people, in terms of what you should listen to in your car, in terms of the fact that you shouldn't stay in one place. You should move around. You should learn from new friends. You should right. make new connections. It teaches you all that, but I'm not going to go into that. We, we ain't going to do that. that, that we that's do, whole, we'll do that. We can do a whole episode right. on San Andreas. Right. right. But right. I will say, and it sounds very cliche based on how the game is played, but The Sims. So I'm very big on The Sims. And I think even though it's a life emulator, I think that it's, you know, you play it how you would want to play it. You can be a good person, a bad person. You could be, you know, whatever. But that game teaches me personally a lot about self-care and looking inward because you create characters based on how you want them to look. That tells you what you find important as an important quality. That game, when it comes to your characters, you have to make sure they eat. You have to make sure they take care of themselves. Again, you have to do that with CJ and San Andreas, but we're not going to go there. Um, you have to make sure that they are paying their bills because some will come and get repossessed. You have to make sure they get enough sleep. You have to d- look at whether or not they get along with the people that they interact with because you'll look up and your sins will be fighting. So it really does teach you some qualities and things about what you are thinking about life and how you take care of yourself and what's important to you and all that kind of stuff. And so it's kind of a lame answer because it's literally a life emulator game, but the Sims I've been playing since the very first Sims came out. And each time they add things that I in first be like, that's a stupid expansion pack. Why do we need that? And then I look at what the community is saying and I realize, Oh, these are people who really did want to learn. Like right now, one of the expansion packs for the Sims is like you can crochet and knit and (laughs) you can like have a garden. And I'm like, are y'all serious right now? But like when you look at that and then look at um, what's the one on the switch that everybody was going crazy, Animal Farm or whatever last year, like people really wanted to be able to do those kind of crafty things and they didn't want to do it the normal way. They wanted to do it through gaming so i feel like the sims is is up there for well, that. They, may, they may not have had access to those things you know you might not right. have a garden like there's that you know what i'm saying but you're like hey let me let me take care of a garden how would i take care of a garden exactly I, I can't have i had no garden until i moved out here in the birds uh, right yeah yeah beavers i can't have a beaver yeah, I, I can't have a pet, but I can get a pet on The Sims and think about right. how I want to take care of it. I, I don't have a family, but I can build a family on The Sims. I can right. all of those things. I can go to college. All of those things can get played out through the game. And so, yeah, yeah. that's what's up. Right. That's not a lame choice. Right. That's a good choice. A lame choice. <laughs> hey, look, we're not going <laughs> to. If you go back to the last episode, no, was it the last episode or episode eight where we got into that list of uh, things that 
the guy had said <laughs> oh that was eight that was eight that was eight, that was eight. yeah there was, there was a list where it's like this guy had basically said that uh 10 things that are too realistic in game trust us there's a lot worse a lot worse oh it was <laughs> it was it was like we basically went in on it. i said we, we ain't ain't no names yours made sense this is what but we went saying. down the list we was like come on bro really this is a video <laughs> game you know who's notorious for that? Not to sidetrack us, mm-hmm. but the uh, the developers of like Heavy Rain and what is that? Quantic Dream? Is yeah. that who that is? The same thing that did that Detroit? Uh, yeah, Detroit, Detroit and all that stuff. Detroit, Indigo Prophecy. Some, Indigo Prophecy, all of that. A, lo- okay. a lot of the stuff that the characters have to do is like busy work. You'd be like, really? I got to fold this <laughs> to get to the next level yeah. i gotta fold this shirt That's are you really gonna make me do this this yeah. has nothing to do with anything no but <laughs> I, I think sometimes okay sometimes it's just a it's just a flex of hey you might have to just do something that you don't necessarily want to do i guess but like and detroit had so much social well now that you mention it because one of the missions you have to like do the laundry or something yeah. And I guess in a game that's speaking about how we mistreat or not think about what our machines do for us, the tediousness yeah, of having to do that laundry reminds right. you Ooh. that these machines are helping you. Yeah. Okay. We need a sound effect for that. We need like a sonic ring. We need like we need Kenan. Message. Like we need Kenan. Put hey, we're gonna we're gonna have that soon. We're gonna have that like message. Right. Y'all can get it. No, yeah, that, that's that's a good choice. Yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, what you got? You got something? Uh, I got a couple of things actually. Um, okay. First one out, something I've been doing recently on on the wrestling games. Okay. It's uh, for those that don't know, I run like an all AI type of thing. Post them online, people watch the matches and stuff. But what I learned from this is a uh. You have to actually learn how to navigate people and make them interact with different things and stuff. It puts you in more in a supervisory mindset. Okay. And things like if I do this, they won't in turn do that. Right. So you have to pick and choose each each stat and uh trading things. Okay. I, I understand that that happens a lot in like in sports where like you have to set the sliders up even for the computer. But yeah, AI, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. so that the results can kind of seem more realistic. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I feel you. And it's uh one of the first things I've really been doing on these, and so it's like to see it, um, see it play out how you want and stuff. Right. And you sit back and think, like, like yo, this is what managers do, it like you know for their artists or um, and stuff. See that long game, you know what I'm saying? Right. Okay, that's decent. That's that's a good choice. Yeah, it teaches you about like how to how to set things up, like how to set up a system. Yeah, put a system in play. Okay, I I can rock with that. Being cool. intentional about your systems and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. Exactly. So, okay, that's a good choice. Um, I have I just have one, um, and it's really it's really simple. Uh, well, I guess, well, yeah, I, I'll say it's simple, even though people may not see it uh, as a life lesson type thing. But um, philosophy philosophy of life, as far as uh, when you play Tetris, Tetris, I feel like, is a good example of when to focus on one piece at a time. Mm. You know, sometimes we go through life where we're basically worrying about too many things at the same time and you have to make um as they say smart goals okay. like you know what I'm saying like specific measurable um i forgot the rest of them <laughs> i know it's specific well, measurable actionable actionable there you go <laughs> yeah. uh realistic realistic <laughs> come on help me out and time-based time-based there you go (laughs) so it's like when you think about approaching life and like how a lot lot of times you know it helps to make those type of goals to where you can measure it out and you can be intentional about it sometimes we 
we get caught up in when you're playing Tetris, like, you know, you see a piece, right? And, you know, you feel like you don't want to wait for it to come down. So you just kind of push it down. Ah, okay. Okay. But then what ends up happening is if you get <laughs> caught up in that action, you keep so you'll keep doing, doing this, and all of a sudden, oh wait, I didn't mean to do that. I needed this one. I needed oh, I should have did it. And then all of a sudden, okay. And it also teaches you how to troubleshoot. You know what I'm saying? How to pivot. Dang. Because like <laughs> if you if you okay, that piece didn't work. Okay, maybe I can't worry about that side right now. Let me see what's going on on this side based on this next piece that I'm getting. Now it'll teach you to slow down. <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll teach you to slow down. Now, uh-huh. See, you was getting ahead of yourself. Slow your ass down. Next relax. Look at look at the look at the whole picture. Look at the big picture. Then let it go. Let it fall into place. Because what ends up happening is when you go too fast, the pieces stack up. Yep. Now all of a sudden you're running out of space. Now you're panicking because now you're trying to now you now you have to fit this and you and then guess what the next piece might not fit. So you ended up basically. Uh, yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> like, yourself up it's like bills. Right. And you gotta start over. Tetris is like, right. Tetris is like when your bills come. <laughs> pay that one first. You're supposed to pay that one first. Because now right. you got all these bills. Now you right. got three credit cards when you should have worked on that one credit card first. Yeah. I mean, because then you're gonna feel like you know, you get you know how you get that message that says, you know, your payment has been successful. Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> what about me? I, I feel very unsuccessful. I'm not right successful. <laughs> you got your money. What, what about me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So where's my cut? Right. right. And but it's just a, I feel like the game of Tetris is basically uh uh no pun, but like the, the game of life in itself because it teaches you how to play the game one piece at a time. And sometimes you have to approach life that same way. You you can't come at it trying to uh you can't wear every hat all your hats at the same time yep you know what i'm saying you can only wear one hat at a time you need structure you need you know things put in place and even if you're gonna like you know gamble with some things it's like you need a net you need a net a little bit you need to understand how important it is to have that okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go in fully on this if it don't if it don't work Cool, but you but I think it happens, it changes in your mindset when you get older. It's like no, I can't afford to just be like cool if it, if it don't work and not just no, you gotta have something in place so that in case something happens, this will get us through. Right. So yeah, that's that's my choice for the for the game of life. Hey, I'm with Tetris for real. Good choice. Like, good even choice. without thinking about that, like on that level, uh-huh. Tetris taught you how to stack your fridge. Yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> talk. yeah, talk. organization skills. Yeah, boy. right. So I was already on board. Then you started bringing the mindset in too. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, every time people move, like they, when they move from one place to another, like you know, got to figure like it's like like a game of Tetris. We got to put these boxes in. Like it's it's literally like that. 80s and 90s babies that moved around while y'all was moving them couches onto the U-Haul or something. You heard that song in your mind. You yep. knew what you was doing. You can't tell me, but you can't tell me different. Right. Really quick. Really quick. This I this is why I say it. Gaming teaches you, it gets you together. You'd be yeah. like, I can handle anything. Right. Do you know how many times I did the RC mission? I could do anything. Patience. <laughs> do you know? Patience. Do you know how fast I could get from San Andreas all the way over to La Venturas? Do you know what I could do? Man. I'm you know what Ross I can take? <laughs> After a while, you stopped needing the GPS. You didn't oh, need you the GPS. Like, you knew how to no, get there. I know how to get this. I know right. how to get there. You know what I'm saying? But then it's just. I could fly anywhere in that game. Right. Anywhere. Right. One time I flew all the way. Ain't it a mission where you got to fly all the way <laughs> back to New York? Oh, yeah. It's a cutscene. Like, it's, it's part of a mission. You got to fly all the way. Back there. And um, I forgot what it is you did. But uh, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> These are some good choices. The Sims, uh, Tetris, and wrestling joints. Wrestling joints. Okay. Yeah. Um, any other games you got? Um, honestly, I'd say Yu Gi Oh. Oh, Yu Gi Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like the um, video game, card game, 
I will definitely say the card game. But I will definitely like say the, the card game. Play like the, well, the, the, the games that play like the card game specifically are what I'm right. talking about here. So same thing, card game. Yeah, Magic the Gathering, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Very much teach you to be strategic, teach you to build alliances, which one of the things that I use at the library in terms of that, um, I have a Monopoly collection. So not just one Monopoly. I have Walking Dead Monopoly. I have... Huh. Forest Park Monopoly, I have Simpsons Monopoly, but the thing and electric game, electronic banking Monopoly. But the reason why I started to get Monopoly for them was it's we all know Monopoly is that game that just lasts forever. You'd be like, man, you know who not to play with and all of that. But what I (laughs) noticed with the teens is they started figuring out, yeah, they started figuring out how to barter with each other, they started figuring out how to make deals. Deals on the side, like, okay, if you get boardwalk before I get boardwalk, we split it. If I give you some money, like they were learning all kind of business skills (laughs) and networking from playing Monopoly. And, you know, the the undercurrent is always what I'm looking for as an educator. I'm not always looking at what's on the surface of just what's in there. So if you come in my team room right now, you're going to see Bop It. You're going to see Monopoly. You're going to see a light bright. You're going to see... Um, kinetic sand, you're going to see all of these things and you think, these are teenagers, they don't need this stuff. But the thing is, when they're playing Bop It, it's something where they have to slow down and pay attention to every move they make, just like Tetris. Because right. you have to be listening to do it. When they're playing Monopoly, they're learning about you know business skills and bartering and structuring and all that kind of stuff. When they're playing on the light bright, they have to slow down and be precise. So all of those things have meaning to it. It's not just, let's just go ahead and play these little kitty games. There's always a method to the madness, but like Monopoly will definitely teach you how to make some deals and (laughs) how to structure some stuff in such a way where it's like, okay, well, if you land on mine, you ain't got to pay me for none of these hotels. If when I land on that boardwalk, you don't say nothing to me. (laughs) You learn some serious skills. That's what's up. And that's kind of what I'm talking about with the um, whole Yu-Gi-Oh thing. Exactly. You learning how to plan ahead. You learning how to take what you start out with. Yep. Yeah. It's completely random. Yeah. And you learn how to make something from it. Yeah. Exactly. And th- and that, that's what really, man, like, like this whole podcast really is about. It's like it's just about applying things that can help you navigate through certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it's also for nostalgia reasons too. You know, saying you know you, you want to be able to go back and just revisit and relive those moments. But it's also thinking, you know, for like, for like, like basically having the foresight to say, hey, you know, what where is gaming going, and how important gaming is to um, for education? Because like, there's an education uh, a component that not a lot of people really value. Right, it's undervalued. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so. There's a in the military back in the day, like in old Atari times. Right. So there's um there there were students at MIT that were using Tetris for different things too. But I will say just in a in a a librarian moment, I have to. Um there's a really Mm -hmm. great (laughs) there's a really great book called Reality is Broken, um, by Mm. Jane Jane McGonigal, and she talks about what games teach us and how games give us happiness and why that's important. Um, And she's a former game developer, game designer, but she talks a lot about why people play games and what genuine human needs it's actually fulfilling. So I would definitely say if there's anybody that you know of who is thinking about that and feeling like gaming isn't, you know, something that we really need, she really deeply goes into the structure of it. And she talks about not just video games, but card games, um, games like Dungeons and Dragons, um, those kind of things and how we are learning real human necessity skills based on, you know, calling them games is not nearly um, respectful for what they give us. So that's a a really great book that I would recommend. Okay. It's called Reality is Broken. And what's the author's name? Uh, Jane McGonigal. 
All right. Shout out to Jane McGonigal. Uh, check out that book. Reality is broken. Definitely. And uh, yeah, that's, that's dope, man. Um, well, you know, uh, I think, I think we can leave it right there. I think we can leave it right there. I just want to, uh, yeah, I, man, Regina, thank you for being uh, such an, uh, an esteemed guest with us today. <laughs> Thanks for having uh, me. It's always fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's she's basically going to be like a, uh, I guess, like every, <laughs> eight, yeah, we'll have about like every eighth, twelfth episode. You know, just on average, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, she'll definitely be back to uh, to hang out with us. Uh, and uh yeah so we want to thank y'all for hanging out with us today and uh hopefully we fulfilled your need for gaming this week gaming topics and uh again follow us on uh respect my follow us at respect my gamer that's respect with a k all one word respect my gamer at facebook uh instagram twitter twitch let us know how y'all feel about you know saying what's going on in the episodes and uh we will speak to y'all soon thank you again gina it's been fun. Yes. So much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all have a great week, and we'll speak to y'all soon. All right? Peace. Peace. Bye.